Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. <laughs> oh. That's funny, huh? Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. That's right. We also work our nine-to-five jobs together, we teach together, and we own the Lovett Company. We do so much together, and we wanted to share some of our tips and tricks for living out our 24-7 relationship. That's right. A relationship that is all day, every day. Plus, we wanted to share with you how we managed to run our business alongside full-time jobs and still find time for kids, chores, and fun. So in this podcast, the Success in Black and White podcast, we will talk about navigating the gray in life. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to be bringing to you real talk concepts every week as we share some of our stories, best practices, as well as talk to guests about how they found success by doing extraordinary things in their everyday lives. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White. The podcast. We are back in the house one more again. We are back one more again. Coming to you live. From the house. Yup. Tonight, we are talking about the support roles that we play in our relationship with each other and kind of how we got to this, like to the ways in which we support each other. Yes. I support you (laughs) everything that you just said. In our topic, great. Yes, I support you 100%. That's what we're talking about tonight. Yes. Um, This is funny. It's a topic that came up recently, as in like last week, in one of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of, which is um, not solely for moms and women, but it's kind of marked that way, is like, a mom group on Facebook, which there are many. Kudos to the mom group. Kudos. We, lo- we love to you the out there. Group. We do love you. Keep doing what you're doing. We support you. <laughs> it's all about support. So it was an interesting topic that came up because um, there was somebody in the group who said, How do I get my husband to understand that I need his help, but I don't always want to? ask for his help. Like I want him to recognize that I'm doing a lot of the work at home and I don't want to have to ask him for help constantly. Right. So I kind of gave my little input of like the strategy that we had come up with and realized a lot of people started like messaging me about how did this work? How did you have the conversation? And so we thought it would be an interesting episode to talk about. Absolutely. Not only that, but as we had planned, like we've planned to do this for the past week. And then our daughter tonight, before she went to bed, literally came into. Oh, yeah, she did do this. She came into her brother's room. I was getting ready to put him down because we share this responsibility. So Daryl puts Anna to bed and I put Vaughn to bed. And so I was getting ready. Like we're all saying goodnight in there. And she pops her head in and she said, oh, yeah, mommy. Don't forget that you need to do the dishes tonight. <laughs> and I was like, what? I don't and I, even know where she got that from because I do the dishes. Exactly. I don't even know. I turned to Daryl and I'm like, did she really yeah, just say that to she me? She told you that. Yeah. I, like, I, I was offended. Yeah. I'm I was sure offended because I'm like. You should have been offended because you're the one who does the I'm, dishes. I'm the person that does the dishes in the house. And she went to you and said, you need to do the dishes. Like, I don't do the dishes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I was offended. I was, and to be fair, she's yeah. like on this kick lately of telling people who, what to do. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that's like a, a four year old thing, but I yes, that. So. But she's also on this kick lately of like identifying what our roles are in the family. She's trying to. She's trying. So she'll say like, mommy, you drive this car or like, yeah, and daddy car. drives that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's your car and your car. And I'm like, but in reality, because we work in the same place, we typically are driving together. Yeah. So I don't know where she gets that either. I'm glad we're having this discussion though, because I think a lot of that is taught to them at a young age, because I'm pretty sure, I don't know. Never mind. Let me retract that statement. I'm not pretty sure what they get taught in school, but right. at school and what other, you know, kids may say 
or what the teachers may say or what they're reading in books. Like, I feel like they're kind of taught that stuff. I do think it's curious, although we do know for a fact that at their school, like in Anna's classroom, for instance, they have different stations, right? Yeah, different stations. And one of them is home living. And we know for a fact that that is a multi- gender yeah it's not exclusionary like the girls go play in home living and the boys play somewhere else like they all play around so it's just a very interesting i think she's trying to identify yeah role like our roles i hate i we don't even want to call them gender roles because i don't think that's a true i think there can be some uh reference to that for like historical purposes because historically there are certain gender roles but we don't claim that in our family yeah um, I just think it's interesting, but she's also telling us like she's become a backseat driver. Oh my gosh. Green light. Go. <laughs> Mommy, green. why didn't you turn? I'm like, how do I explain a left hand yield turn on green to a four year old? Like she just thinks that I should go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been an interesting, uh, it's been interesting with her, but um, we did get a lot of, or I got a lot of feedback just based on too. that one post. And so then we went in yeah. and we decided to ask our different communities about just in different ways about how they manage support, supporting roles and supporting each other mm-hmm. in their relationship. Um, so we got some interesting feedback. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's good. But I do, I definitely want to tell our story because there was a certain um, point in time where we had to actually sit down and talk about it. And of course, that's going to be one of our suggestions is like, yep, communicate. Right. Yep. So um, I do want to go back though, because I did ask my community, um, my, and when I say community, like social online community about the gender roles that they play. And so I asked a couple of questions, but I thought these few points were really interesting. Um, I had about, I had a little over 200 people respond. And 46% of the people that responded say that they have fought with their partner about chores or housework. So almost half of those people say that they've had, like, this has been a fight about chores and housework. Um, Luckily, 15% of them, so not that many, 15% said that this is a recurring fight that they have constantly over and over again. But almost half of the people said, so almost the 50% said, that they have not had any conversations or put any systems in place to make sure that everybody is doing an equal amount of work in their household. Wow. Yeah. I did ask a couple questions to related to who is working outside the home, because I think this also puts a different uh, lens on, on what the actual roles are in the relationship. Right. So for instance, you and I, we both work full time outside the home. Right. Not only that, we own the business, right? Yep. And so coming home and trying to figure out who does what, I think for a couple years was like a challenge until you fall into a routine. But we didn't see it as a challenge until recently. We had a robust discussion about how do we actually define it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, that is, I think we can talk about for us kind of how this even evolved. Cause it really wasn't that long ago. No, a couple of months. Yeah. A couple of months ago. Yeah. So a couple of meaning like one and a half. Two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. Now I have to say, I think that I think so many things surrounding this, but I think that you are a very good partner in trying like making the effort and trying to figure out how to help and we've had these conversations before about you want to figure out how to help but are not sure how I will respond yeah so I want to help but I also try to stay out of the way I think it would be interesting to take like almost a historical perspective look at the roles in our relationship mm-hmm. and how they've been played um, from our viewpoints because we haven't discussed this <laughs> beforehand. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, but also with context of knowing each other, how we know each other now. Yeah. Um, and our personalities and stuff. So I think that honestly, really honestly in the, in the beginning of our relationship and 
like into our marriage after having Anna, I was really, um, I, I fell into a traditionally, what I would call a traditionally in the home type of female role. And it's not because I I want to clarify. It's not because Daryl told me or required me or like asked me or even gave me any hint that I needed to. I think it's just because that's what I felt needed to happen. And so that's how we started the relationship. That's how it kept going. And it just, that's what continued to happen. Yes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And Daryl's like trying to be careful not to say anything. Yes. Yes. But from your viewpoint, like historically, yeah. is is that accurate? Um, to an extent, yeah. Okay. So I guess since we're talking about historical context and we haven't really talked about this, if we oh thank you. You're welcome. Um, I mean if we really go back, go back, even when we were dating and I used to come to your house, you were messy. I was messy. I was also living with, okay, I'm not going to call her out, but yeah, <laughs> my roommate are, was also a little yeah. messy too. So I, you did go through the, the, what do they call it when you, you're pregnant and you're trying to nesting, nesting, you did go through that a little bit. Um, and then after mm-hmm. the baby was here, after Anapu was here, like you, kind of continued some of those same nesting things that you were doing because you were like baking a lot and I'm guessing because you were hungry all the time but like <laughs> you were cooking and you were baking a lot and like you were just kind of taking on those different roles and doing those different things and I was just like okay and once Anna got here you just kind of continued them and it just kind of kept going from there but it happened during the pregnancy like you started doing all those little things because before that some things I don't think really matter to you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just keeping it 100 since you said, let's give it some historical context. That's fair. Yeah. I also had a roommate who put her shoes in the dishwasher. And so there were some yeah. things that I learned to let go. Yeah, you let go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thing, things really continued like that. Yeah, they did. Um, I continue to take a very traditional gender role approach and that I would do the dishes and all the cooking and, um, all the, all the things like laundry for everybody and, and no, the, that's not true. Cause well, I never you. let you do my laundry. Well, for a few months, but that was a different we had just moved in. Okay, yeah. To this house. Into this house. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Trish, yeah, Daryl's like, I still don't, don't let, touch I don't it. Let no, you do he my won't let now. me. No, that's true. He will not let me do his laundry. You don't take care of stuff. <laughs> I guess that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, this like, is like turning into a, a rag on April. No, it's not. Is that okay? No, it's not. You want to you wanna put it out there for the people? Let's put it out there. Let's be 100. Let's be for real. We talk about gender roles and all of that stuff, stuff and support and stuff. I do my own laundry and I have done my own laundry. There was a period of time where I tried to give you a run at it because, you know, we could have saved some water and probably some right. laundry detergent and all that stuff. But after a couple of rounds of that, I was like, no way. I'm the type of person for efficiency. So even when I do the laundry and now I throw all of Everything, my clothes and towels and clothes, towels and the kids clothes, kids clothes, everything goes into like the same wash. I'm like, no way. You got to yeah, put like no. the grays, the whites. You got to separate the colors. You can't put the reds in with the like darks. <laughs> Come on now. I'm with you. So. Anyway, but yeah, back to the to the roles that you kind of took on. But I also, I guess, since I chimed in, um, I was doing the outside stuff, though. Yeah, you were. So so you were doing all the outside like yeah. lawn, uh, yeah. yard, picking up the leaves, all that stuff, all that stuff. Yeah. So these roles worked for us because we both got comfortable with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when we moved our houses, we both got, we remained comfortable with them. Yeah, we did. And so we were, we both work. I think we went over that. We both work. But 
it started to really have significance in the past couple months in our lives because we hired a lawn service. Yeah. Right. And so the lawn service, which is much needed and much appreciated because you would spend literally all weekend outside because now our yard is so big. Yeah. You'd spend all weekend outside and still like only make a dent or only get some of the stuff done that you wanted to do. Yeah. And so we hired a lawn service and which was great. And I was all for and we got to, we've talked about on the podcast, at least in like two or three other episodes about the the big discussions that we have at lunch. And there's been two so far. And one that happened in which we talked about like how to split business things between us also encompassed a April, you're doing everything and way too much of everything. And so we talked about it in the business sense, like how can we better share responsibilities in the business? Yeah. And at the same time, we had to have the conversation, which was probably a more difficult conversation to have in some ways about the roles that we're both playing in the house. Yeah, true. Um. Because I was to the point where I was like, well, I feel like, and I said this, I said, I feel like you got to hire a lawn service, but I'm still cleaning. I'm still doing all the cooking. I'm still doing all the dishes. And you were like, all you have to do is tell me how to help you. Like, I want to help you, but I don't want to go behind you because, or even in front of you, because I don't know what you're set out to do. And there's no clearly defined roles for either of us. Yep. And I thought that was a very valid point when we had that conversation. Yeah. She's making it sound like I just hired the lawn service and wasn't doing nothing. I was watching the kids and keeping them out of your way. That's true. It is true. That's what I was doing. That is true. Um, so. Yes. Yes. I don't mean to discredit you. I was you about that. to say, you make it seem like I just hired a lawn crew and just kind of got rid of my responsibilities and that was it and left you to all the cleaning and stuff. Also. Another, um, I think, very important thing to add and share is when we change our lifestyle with the eating and stuff, that also completely flipped like um, a portion of responsibilities when you're talking about the cleaning and stuff. Because um, before we made that lifestyle change, like it was easier. It's easy to eat unhealthy. It's so easy. And it's so easy to clean up. After eating unhealthy, because you're usually so throwing wrappers and boxes away after stuff you just took out of the freezer and threw in the oven. Right. When you cook fresh yep. and you cook healthy fresh and plant based, there's a lot more prep work. There's a lot of you're not eating like fast food convenience. Food. Yeah. And so there's a lot more prep and a lot more cooking and a lot Definitely. more everything. A bigger mess. Yeah. I guess we'll get to that later when we get to our roles <laughs> so I can talk about. Yeah. But I clean as I go. Okay. <laughs> At least in this thing. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, we keeping it 100 and you about to tell the people you clean as you go? Since we talking about it, she is the messiest cooker ever. Like, she can find a way to get crumbs in every spot, every crack Daryl always has to the move. entire kitchen. <laughs> go ahead, tell him. I was about to say, come on, since you want to do this. Hey, y'all, we talking about support, but hey, she said historical context. She started telling uh-huh. the business, so put all the business out there. No, really, after I cook, literally, Daryl has to move the oven I out the oven from out. behind the... I got to take everything off the counters. I got to move the toaster oven. I got to move the knives. I got to move our storage for our spoons and spatula and all of that stuff. I mean, she finds a way to get crumbs... Uh, peelings from vegetables. Oh. I mean, in every single space, almost on the entire countertop in the kitchen. If you're not cooking like it's a competition, you're not doing it right. I do it whenever I do prepare, and I don't. I I clean as I go. Mm. So we have. Oh yeah, we gonna stay on track, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. So we have figured out how to do this yeah. because, and this is, I think this was the thing that people kept coming back to me like, but how did you figure it out? And what did you figure out? Yeah. 
Definitely. Because it's a hard conversation. I mean, even look at us now. Like we're giving you insight to our conversation of we, for whatever reason, the roles and the responsibilities in the relationship, there's a lot at stake to talk about. Yeah, definitely. And when you, if there's ever a conversation where like you feel like the other partner is saying you're not pulling your weight, you get defensive or you like think, oh, I'm not pulling my weight or they think I'm not pulling my weight even though I am. And so it's difficult to have the conversation. But on top of that, there has to be a solution to the conversation or you're never going to get anywhere. You're going to continue to have this conversation over and over and over again. Yeah. Right. Um, And so... I did want to point out it. It's not we don't in our family subscribe to traditional gender roles. Nah. Um, and it just kind of fell into that. Um, but it's been a while now since we have not performed traditional gender roles, and we've really taken we've helped each other out. Yeah, since I hired a lawn service. Yeah, since you hired the lawn service. Well, a little bit after that, right? <laughs> so. Um, but I think it's important because we want our kids to see that you can help each other out and that that's part of a healthy relationship. Um, and not think that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. And not think (laughs) that, um, there's specific roles assigned for each gender. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So. In this conversation we had, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about in a couple other podcasts related to business roles, Mm -hmm. um, we had to sit down and really have this talk about, and the talk really started with business roles, Yeah, but it came full circle when you were like, how can I better support you? And, you know, I threw out a few things, business, and I was like, honestly, it, I get really, really stressed because this is true for me. I get very stressed or I was getting very stressed when I was doing all the things on a daily basis. I felt like I was doing all the things. And so we'd come home and like I'd unpack all the bags and I'd wash all the dishes and load the dishwasher and then I'd get prepare the food and then I would help put the kids down and then I'd come back out and I'd do all the dishes again. And, and I, and that was stressing me out a lot. And it's not to say like you weren't helping. It was just, we never talked about the best way to help. And you even said in that conversation, well, how do I can't come behind you because I don't know what you're going to be doing and how you're going to be doing it. And if I do it, is it even up to the standard that you have for yourself? And so are you going to come behind me and just do it anyway? And I think that was a big part of our conversation was a, the initiation of that conversation. Initiating it, I'm sure was hard. You initiated that conversation. And so do you want to talk a little bit about how you initiated that conversation? Yeah. Um, I think that a very important part to also tell them is the morning part of that too, because it was crazy y'all like in the morning she'd be up she wake up frustrated and I'm just like, why are you waking up mad? You just slept good. You're supposed to be waking up on the right side of the bed. Positive. That's true. And because of all the things that she, you know, had to do or she thought she had to do by herself, like she was already stressed out about that. As soon as she got up in the morning, that's kind of also was like one of the, like determinant factors of, of how I was, um, led to kind of open that conversation and to navigate it a little bit because um, I was getting it in the morning and I was getting it at night. And then I was just like, all right, like, what can I do? How can I help? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you told me what I could do and, and how I could help. And then I shared some of my feedback on how I've tried to do that in the past and it did not work out in my favor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of what led to the conversation. I think that morning thing though really got to me more than anything else. That's because true. my whole day was just like, I was walking out the door just like, Oh my gosh. Like, uh, huh. and I felt that way too. Yeah. Cause so. my perception was I was bearing the burden of getting everybody ready, getting everybody out the door, getting the lunches packed by myself, like getting all this stuff done by myself. But his point to me was so good. was like, you have not one time asked for my help and you expect like I get up, I do what I need to do. I help out as much as I can, but you're ahead of me. 
getting there so fast because you think that you have to be the one in charge of all of these things. And you're not one time asking for my help. And I never stopped. Like I was so ingrained in my own like, well, I feel like I have to do this by myself and nobody's helping me. And why can't somebody just see, like, step up, help me? Why can't Daryl come in and help me? Why can't Anna not whine in the morning? You know, she's four. Like, why can't she not whine in the mornings? And I failed to see my best resource would be to just approach him and be like, yo, I need some help. That's it. And he'd be like, cool, I got you. Like, why didn't you ask me before? And so just initiating the conversation for whatever reason was hard for me because I felt like there was so much at stake. Yeah. And for the ladies, um, I'm not speaking on behalf of all men and I'm not speaking to all ladies. um, But like, y'all got to tell us like we don't I don't know why y'all think we're mind readers. And you go around and you pout and you do different things to try to get our attention about the situation as opposed to just coming up to us and just telling us or asking for help or asking for support. So that's just my little tidbit on this because you never mm-hmm. came to me once, but Mm-mm. the the cabinet doors would be slamming extra hard and you'd be stomping through and slamming stuff on the table. And I'm like, what? And, and I said this in another episode too before. Yeah. I'm like, what in the world is going on? What? That's your hair. Yeah, yeah, it's always on me. I'm just, I'm just accustomed to it now. For the people who are not watching on YouTube, she just literally pulled one of her hairs out of my beard. <laughs> I wish it was in my beard because we were making out, but nope, that ain't the case. So, anyways, um, she would start slamming stuff around, and doors would be closing hard, and cups would be slamming on the tables, and bags would be sliding across the floor, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? What's wrong? What is the deal? But she still keep going through and doing a thing. And then sometimes when y'all do that and y'all expect us to be like, how can we help? That ain't the case. We just try to get out the way and try to avoid, mm-hmm. you know, the, um, you know, the whatever comes behind that. Because I feel like if I were to intervene with all of that attitude, like she would have snapped on me or something. And then that would have ruined the morning even more. I think that I think that what you just said is so incredibly important for for people, I I again hate assigning genders to this, but I do think that women tend to do this more, and I know because I do this, and I think it's so incredibly important to hear and to take in and to understand like what he's saying, yeah. Because I know it's not just me because we had this conversation in a mom's group on Facebook with thousands of people, and a lot of them were saying the same things. Why can't my husband just? see that I need help. And, you know, I had the, I had these moments too. I'm like, why is that one more thing that I have to do is tell you where to help me, but to actually hear you say this, to say like, I don't know where I fit in, into this helping scheme. Like you want me to help, but I don't know where I fit into this because I don't want to get in your way. I also don't understand. I can't read your mind and know when you need the help. Like I might think that you got it. You're superwoman. You're good. And you may not be. And so I think that's one of the most important things to realize is you have to have the conversation before you even get to the solutions. Definitely. I think that one of the things that I initially thought and why I was so hesitant to jump in is because I know you and you're very um, strong willed. And the last thing I wanted to do was um, step in and try to help. And then you tell me. What you think I can't do this? You think I don't got this? Oh. And I was just like, like that, I was, like that hurts my heart a little bit because it's not because it's it's true. Yeah, and that's like eye opening for me to hear that and to understand that that's something because that and that's something that a lot of women do. That's something a lot of yeah. us do. To just being honest, be honest with yourselves. That is something that we do. Is that we want all this help. And at the same time, if we get the help, it's almost like, oh, you think I'm incapable. Yeah. Right. And that's not fair. But I can say that because I know that and it's something that I still struggle with, you know, and so I have to check myself. And, you know, there are times that you check me and the conversation sometimes goes okay and sometimes doesn't, (laughs) Um, you know, just in transparency. I sometimes get mad about it and sometimes I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, you're right. But it's something that if you're aware of it, that is something you do. 
own it because then you can start to do that self work to fix it. Unpack it. Unpack it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so we have the conversation and then we had to settle on a solution. Right. Right. Because we got through all of the messy parts where people could get defensive and you know, all of these things. So for us, I want to share our solution because it could help people. And then you also went and got a lot of um, responses, which I think this is interesting, again, from from men. Yeah, of how they think. Of how they think and how they support. When you're talking about support. Their if partner. You just asked a guy and a lady of like, what type of support you need or what type of support mm-hmm. you give. I'm going to read off these responses and you're going to see the similarities of the guys of what we initially go to and what we initially think when asked, how do we think we should show up and support our partners? So when I read these, hopefully it brings light and attention to how we think. And I'm not speaking for all guys, but the ones that I did get responses from how we think so that y'all can know how to ask for support because what you think and what the guys think are completely different. And, you yeah. know, as we go through and tell you what we decided and how we came up with a plan that worked for us. And I give the responses from the guys, which I agree with 100 percent. They are they do not meet in the middle at all. They're on the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely get to those. But let's go through how we decided who would do what. And how we would support each other. Yeah. Well, so the the how we decided who would do what, I think, was kind of a series of negotiations of me saying, this is where I need the most help. And you saying, this makes sense. This is where I can help you. This is where I can support you. And to be really fair to you, you were just kind of like... I don't care. Yeah, just tell, just me, tell me what to what do. You need me to like, do. tell me what you need That's me to do. It. But when he said that, it was... So, um, I don't have a better word than amazing. It felt amazing because then I could say very honest, like he left the door open for me to be very honest and be like, I seriously hate cooking and then doing the dishes. Like, let me choose one or the other, which, which then leads back to our, well, a lot of recipes are vegan and you know, you're cooking all of them. And so you cook and I'll do the dishes, Yeah, you know? And he's just like, I don't, I don't care, but let me help you. And so, and then we talked about our Saturday morning. We have a cleaning ritual um, every other Saturday. And so it was, how can I support you there? And I'm like, I truly, like, I don't mind, I don't mind doing any of it if I have to, but the things that I hate the least are cleaning the bathrooms. Hate the most. Yeah. Hate the most. Yeah, you hate the most. The most. I hate the most are cleaning the bathrooms. Yeah. I hate cleaning the bathrooms. It just, I can't stand it for whatever reason. I'll dust, I'll I'll vacuum, I'll clean the kitchens, I'll clean the bedrooms, I'll do the laundry. I can do all that stuff. I hate the bathrooms. If you take that one thing, not one thing, it's, there's a lot involved, which is why I hate it. <laughs> but if you take that off of my plate and share that responsibility, that is going to help me so much. But it opened the door because he was open to hearing it because he initiated it. And he said, so for the guys and or the partner out there who is the more like you don't play into the housework or the childcare as much and you want to know how you can better support, open the door for the conversation. And it helps because then the partner who feels like they're doing a lot of the work and feels maybe alone or isolated can say, this is honestly how I feel and where I need my help. That's true. Yeah. So that was that was the first part, but then we had to come up with a strategy for us. And this was yeah. actually another series of negotiations of how do we do this best for us. We talked about putting it on a shared online calendar. Right. That kind of fell through. It was pretty much a negotiation on her end. On my end, I really didn't care. That's true. Just tell me what I need to do and when I need to do it. So maybe I say negotiation, but this might have just been like for me for her, it talking was, it through. Yeah, And it could have been a negotiation yeah. in your head and I could have played along with it, which to be honest now, since we talked about it, I did. I yeah. made you feel like we were actually having a discussion, whereas <laughs> really I was just leading and talking and communicating so that you could tell me what you needed me to do. You basically could have yeah. came in and gave me a list and been like, hey, D, this is what I need you to do. 
and we could have saved an hour and about 15 minutes. We probably could have. But you know what? The, the, the conversation was good. Yeah. And to know that you appreciated it and to kind of fill out some of those other emotions and mm-hmm. um, other areas that, you know, we conversated about. Like, I, I thought that was good. So it definitely worked the hour and 15 minutes. But from my perspective, not speaking on behalf of all dudes, mm-hmm. you can come in there and be like, I need you to help me out. Here's a list of where I need you to help me out. And we're going to be like, if, you know, we, we're real about it and real about supporting you. We're going to be like, I got you, babe. Let me get that list. But, um, you know, obviously there was a lot more other things involved in our conversation than just that. Yeah. Um, I think so. there there are a lot of emotional, um, there's a lot of emotional stakes at play for whatever reason, because it seems so mundane. And sometimes the most simple things that seem so mundane are the ones that um, bring the most conflict or have potential to bring the most conflict. And so I really appreciate that you had the foresight to, whether you're just playing along with me negotiating, Yep. I'm happy with that because you also took the time to hear me out. That was a win, yeah. That was a win. I I just, you know, Mm -hmm. I... I didn't think I would ever tell you that, but since we're talking about it, I was just playing along. I wasn't really negotiating. I was just like, I don't care what she say because I'm just going to agree and do it anyways because it doesn't really matter to me. Right. And it's, I know I'm showing up and I'm supporting. Right. And it's fine that you're telling me that now because in the moment, I wanted to feel heard. And this really goes back to the communication episode that we did that we'll link to in the show notes. Yeah. But in reality, that's what anybody wants is to feel heard. And the way that you did that for me made me feel heard. So even if in your mind, you're like, I already know, just tell me what to do. (laughs) Because you let me feel like I was being heard, it went over so much smoother. Yeah, it did. It went very smooth. Yeah. So what could have been an argument before actually turned into something really great. It was was very productive and very good. So what we eventually landed on for us for well for me apparently specifically but for us to share is a shared calendar i had him order a um one of the like huge uh calendars that you would like put on your desk at work usually and so i told him to order that from amazon um and we got a whole bunch of like different colored sticky notes and so his sticky notes are blue mine are purple and then shared responsibilities or things that we do are yellow so we have this huge like multicolored calendar that sits on like in the kitchen and all the stuff I do is purple all his is blue everything and this includes chores household um anything with the kids uh, business stuff like the ways that we divvy out business responsibilities and it works for us it does i just go up there and look for the blue and see if she changed anything um which, which she, happens yeah which she yeah. does sometimes yeah not, i try not to touch it too much but yeah. there might be something i have to move based on like either a, a work deadline like a business deadline for us yeah and or if say we have a play date that weekend and we have to move the cleaning responsibilities, like, you know, stuff like that. So you have to still be flexible. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it works for us. So that was our solution. But I think the most important part of that solution was the communication. Yeah. Very important. I want to know now. Yeah. What is, what are some of the things that the men folk are saying on social media about how they support their partners. So before we go there, I just want to, um, because I love you and we're sharing information to help, help people. Yeah. I definitely want to share this to the ladies. If you follow through and you have the conversation and you agree on responsibilities, give the man a chance to actually do the, Ooh, I was going to say, do the, do the darn thing. Um, because one of the most frustrating things and, and me and April had this conversation. So when I said, she's not going to be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that on, um, our podcast and on the YouTube. Um, like she still follows behind me sometimes and check and see if I did what my responsibilities are. And I'm like, you gave it to me, trust me to do it. And then when I don't do it, you can bash me over the head. Like for instance, one of my duties is in the morning to feed the dog. I don't need you asking me every morning, did you feed the dog? Like, I got this. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. So for the ladies out there um, or anyone in, you know, your partnership, 
if you give an assignment or you give a task or you agree on something, trust the other person to do it. And then when they don't do it, you hold them accountable. Yeah. But let them do the darn thing. I really like that you said that. Yeah. Um, because it is something that I'm very guilty of. Yeah. And it really goes back to trust, you know? And it, well, it's not that I don't trust you. Oh, okay. But, okay. I actually used the wrong word now that I just thought about this in my head. I was about to say, oh my goodness. No, it's not necessarily trust. It's more control. I think that's the key word here. Yeah. Is that I still have an element of letting go of control and trusting you to do what I think needs to happen. And you know what the funny thing is? What? I don't even know why I have this complex still because now I like come out from putting Vaughn down, which of course takes longer because he's one and you're already doing the dishes, which is amazing. So I feel amazing. And you do such a better job than I ever did. Like he is in there cleaning the kitchen to a T. Like I hear him pull out the broom and I'm like, is that even necessary? Which apparently it is because I'm a messy cooker. But I'm just like, he is doing this better than I ever would have myself. That's why I don't mind doing it because if I do it, it gets done to your standard. It's done to my standards. And that's why I stay out of the way because if you're doing it and then I come behind you and do it again or try to do some extra stuff, then you're going to look at me like, why are you doing this? Right. Like, Like this wasn't good enough. Yeah. So maybe it's just better. Like some of the chores are better. And that was also kind of the bathrooms thing too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I got to the point where I was just like, okay, scrub the toilet, wipe down the counter, scrub the tub. I'm done. And he's like, no, 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 no. My tub be sparkling, don't it? Your tub be sparkling. You can eat off that thing. Okay. I wouldn't, but yes, you could. Right after I clean it, you can eat off that thing. I said the tub, not the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but anyway, but yes, you could if you needed to. So, um, but yeah, and I, I think that I think it matters. I think it matters that if you truly give something to somebody, you give up the element of control that makes you want to either a come behind them or b question them constantly. Yeah. The only caveat I would say, okay, so like, say for instance. And this can sometimes be spoken, sometimes unspoken. But like, for instance, tonight, we had a fairly easy light dinner that I made that wasn't too much work. Right. And I knew we were recording. And mm-hmm. so I wanted you to start setting up when, after we put the kids to bed instead of worry about dishes. So I quickly put the dishes together, stuck them in the dishwasher before we I appreciate started. that. Right. And so I think there's times where you can help each other out. You may want to communicate with each other about them. Oh, it's my turn now. I noticed something. Uh-oh. You had already planned that in your mind, didn't you? And I didn't tell you. You did not tell me. Right. And you planned that in your mind already. Well, One of the reasons why I knew you planned it, though, is okay. because you were extra careful with the cooking tonight. Because you knew you were going to clean it up. When I walked through, I was like, oh, this is different. I don't see spaghetti sauce splash everywhere tonight because you already knew you were going to do the cleanup duty and you didn't share that with me. Well, okay, so just in transparency and honesty, I actually didn't know that. I knew it towards the end of dinner when I was like looking at the clock and tell me at the end of dinner. I did not. And that's that's fair. I did not tell you that. But I didn't know when I was when I was cooking. I was like, I'm just going to try to make this as less messy, uh, the least messy for him to clean uh, up. Yeah, you did a good job at it too because I noticed. I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, like the counters yeah. like look semi-clean. Like right. I can actually just spray them down and do a yep. wipe down without moving everything. So then when you took Vaughn back to change him, I was like, let me just go ahead and do this because it's going to be easy for me to do and then he won't Ooh. have one more thing to do but he can come out and set up for Ooh, that's recording. that's so dirty. That's so dirty. I was trying to be nice. Oh, so when you don't make a big mess, you're like, oh, I didn't make a big mess tonight. I got this. Let me go ahead and knock this out. And you don't tell me nothing. That's so dirty. Ooh. Okay. That's, I'm going to remember okay, that. I can, see, I can see how you went. Okay. I can come see on. It. Let's keep going because we want to stay on time. But yeah, that's you're right. dirty. We do want to stay on time. Okay. You want me to go ahead and jump into my response? I really do. Yeah. Okay, definitely. I so do. I want to yeah. hit these real quick. So like I said earlier... 
when I reached out to the guys and I got a lot of responses back. Um, I didn't do any percentages or any of that, but I'm going to read through some of them. Like I kind of picked through um, some of them, but all of the responses were pretty much spot on and consistent with each other. And I kind of took the general gist of, of the comments that were coming back to me and kind of categorized them. So when you ask a, a guy or the guys that I've asked and myself as well, um, this is how we think when you talk about support. I'm just going to kind of read through some of them. Um, so like April said, when she was thinking about supporting, when she was um, trying to come up with how she was going to have that conversation with me, it was about like house duties and the kids and all of that. Now, let me read the response from the guys that I got and some of mine's included. So the very first one is support their partner physically emotionally spiritually and mentally like physically was the first one like we want to support you physically and make sure you're getting that physical need satisfied you know what i mean from the guys we want to support you in that area we got you oh yeah shocking uh, come on now <laughs> so that was that was one okay. um you know we kind of anticipate um the needs make sure that um, you feel comfortable at, at home and I'm pretty sure that when you're talking about supporting and you're feeling comfortable at home that means that you're not worried about the bills not being paid you're not worried about the lights being turned off you're not being worried about um, having the things that you need to be comfortable and survive at home so mm -hmm. support in that manner um, that was one that was given making the sacrifices necessary so that you can invest in yourself like that support that men give because we want you to feel like you know you're the best you so that you can come back to the house and contribute that to the family like that's what guys are thinking about they're not thinking about no dishes they ain't thinking about no food they ain't thinking about feeding no pets they ain't thinking about none of that we think about you know, the physical, emotional, spiritual, making sure that you feel good about yourself, making sure that you're taking care of yourself and we're supporting you in that area. Um, making sure that we provide for the family and encourage you to do things that you want to do. Um, making sure that um, another one financially support the family, um, supporting your ambition, making sure that you feel validated and reassurance. Like those are the areas I'm reading through. Like those are all the words that kept popping up over and over and over and over again from all the responses that I got. Um, so, you know, making sure somebody even said, making sure that um, they pray for their partner. Mm. Um, I was like, Oh, that's, that's it right there. Cause that was one of mine. Make sure they pray for their partner mm -hmm. make sure that um, they're praying for, for safety and security and, and all of that over their partner. I was like, yeah, that's the type of support that I'm talking about. Like, that's yeah. how we think, mm -hmm. um, you know, making sure that you're engaging in healthy, intentional conversations with her to make sure that she feels um, like she is a part of the relationship and she's invested in it. Um, and then also making sure that you reduce the amount of worrying that she has. And I think that kind of goes back to what I was talking about when I said making sure that, you know, financially, um, mentally, physically, emotionally taken care of and supported so that when you come home, you can give and be your best self at home to the family because we've supported you and making sure that you feel like this is your place. This is your safe haven and you can do and be what you need to be at home. Mm -hmm. So that's where the guides come from. Okay. And when y'all hit us over the head with the vacuum in the floor or cleaning the toilet, it's just kind of like, Okay, like, sure, I don't mind doing that. But if you're talking about, um, you know, initially or your default thought or your default response to support, that's what I got from the guys. That's where my mind was. Um, and then when you hit me with everything else, I was like, yeah, sure, I can help out in those areas. Um, but default. I immediately went there and it seems like most of the guys that I talked to, which was a whole lot of them that responded and came through, they went to that same default space. So I don't know. What do you think about that? I think it's, I think that's good. And I think it gives a perspective that people may not think about is the, there's a big difference between the 
overall major responsibilities. Like you are finance, money, budget guru. This goes, this comes into personal life, into our family life. This is you at work. Like this is, that is a strength. Um, and I appreciate that, but I think I don't always think about like that could potentially be a burden on you, you know? And so, um, I think it's important to just understand and to think about. So I may be in my daily tasks, like burdened. And I think that's important too, because I think that daily health and the things that we do on a daily basis, our habits are very important. Yeah. But I do think it's important for all of us to reflect on. Yeah. The bigger picture, like you were talking about how men tend to support and the daily picture, which is also just important. So how do we support each other in both of those? I think that's very important, too. Um, And how I read off the list for the responses that I got from the men. I think that those are also identified to gender roles as well, because if you think about um, historical context and traditional settings, the men provides profess. Yeah. Take care of the family, you know, make sure that the security of the family is there, yep. you know. Um, so I think that the fact that I asked the man that if we we're talking about having a full conversation, um, kind of talking about that and how those could potentially cross over as well. Um, but at least knowing what the default thought process is when you're thinking about initiating those conversations is why I felt it was important for me to list those off and for you to know what those responses were yeah. Um, because you don't want to leave those out because when we had our conversation I don't think any of those really came up no um, and those are the things that were important to me and um, you know some of them do require you know energy and effort and some of them don't um, but I think that if you're planning on having a conversation just a recommendation would be to include those as well agree um, so yeah. I just want to make sure I added that in there good so hopefully we said something that helped some people out and for the i don't want to say just the ladies for the couples or partners that are out there that are going to have these conversations i would highly recommend it do it because it definitely helped level up our relationship yes um it helped relieve a lot of tension Mm -hmm. um a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress um not just on her but on both of us because i was the one that had to deal with all the cup slamming and door (laughs) slamming and stuff being slid across the floor aggressively so have the conversation um definitely um be open Mm -hmm. to what the possibilities are and um, let go of the gender roles if you have those in your house and just find out how you best support each other. Mm. Mic drop. Yeah. That's so, it. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, yep. It works. It works. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. All right. Until same the time, next time, same place. We out. Bye. Peace. Hey, everybody. If you like today's episode, please subscribe to the Success in Black and White podcast. You'll get notified every time a new episode is posted, which is every Tuesday. If you love this episode, help us spread the love. Rate and leave a review on our iTunes podcast episode. Also, share that you listen on social media and tag us on your posts. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all social media platforms. And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all social media platforms as well. Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh, you sound like Keith Sweat. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, did it record? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>